0: Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Screaming in Silence podcast, what the future may bring. For most of us, severe pain is thankfully a fleeting experience, but for some, like myself, it's a permanent companion. For the past 25 years, everything I've done or experienced has been accompanied by chronic pain. Yet, to the surprise of most, I consider myself one of the luckiest people alive and I'm thankful for this journey. Through this podcast series, I'll share with you my story and the insights I have gained that have allowed me this perspective. Hello and welcome back to the Screaming in Silence podcast. I do apologise if my voice sounds a little off today, I've been a bit under the weather with a cough, however the show must go on. In the last episode, we looked at how the past can affect us, holding us back from living in the moment. I said how I've seen this quite often in the pain community, but also just in general society and something that had affected me outside of my pain condition. There is, however, another opposite perspective that can also hold us back, the fear of what the future may bring. This too I've seen commonly in the pain community, but once again it isn't just limited to that segment of society, it's something that can cripple us all. And it can be described as crippling, as it can have a paralyzing effect on people's lives. I mentioned last week that the third reason why I didn't look back beyond the date of my accident was because I have a fascination for what the future may bring. This plays a big part in my thirst for life. I want to see how I develop as a person, how society develops as a whole. For me, what lies in front is a mystery yet to be solved, and I love that. But it also made me consider not only the good that might come, but also what could be considered as bad. None of us are getting any younger, and as we get older, we become more aware of our vulnerability to life. Gone are the days of youth where you felt 10 foot tall and bulletproof. As I've aged, I've seen people in my life who were once strong and physically well become less so. We all have. And there was a time early on in my journey that I considered what life might have in store for me in the future in the same manner. Being in constant pain and with a physical disability is challenging enough at times, let alone considering the prospect of maybe suffering a painful illness or another life-changing physical injury. Taking this into consideration, though, did not scare me. Instead, it motivated me. I don't know what the future holds. Other than my inevitable death, the future is a mystery still. So, what good would it serve me to catastrophize the future? I would have been in my mid-twenties when I first pondered what lay ahead for me with what I was already dealing with and it occurred to me instantly that I was doing myself no favours by worrying about what has not happened. Maybe I will be struck down with a seriously debilitating illness. The chances are reasonable. On my father's side of the family, cancer has been a killer. Both my father and his mother died from it, and my uncle was recently diagnosed of it too. But should I let that worry me? I don't believe so. I should be aware of it for sure, but not let it play a part in my life right now. As I said, I was in my mid-twenties when I first contemplated this prospect, and other than partial paralysis, I was fit and healthy. Now as I slide into my 48th year on this planet as of two days ago, I'm still quite fit and healthy. Had I spent the last 20 years worrying about where I'd be in my late 40s, I would have wasted a lot of time on nothing. I would have let worry steal time from me. The same applies to further physical injury. Riding motorcycles is risky, there are no two ways about it. Even if you choose to ride in a safer manner than I have at times, there are still a lot of dangers. Even something as minor as a low-speed get-off could leave me with a broken right arm, wrist, collarbone or shoulder. I have thought about that before, but it has not stopped me from enjoying the past 23 years back on a bike. Life is for living, not worrying. Of course, that doesn't mean I should throw caution to the wind, but equally so it doesn't mean I should wrap myself up in cotton wool and not enjoy what I can. So, I write knowing that injury could come my way, but I don't let the fear of it paralyze me. Dreading the future is a recognised condition, commonly known as anticipatory fear. It is also linked to the intolerance of uncertainty, causing sufferers to become indecisive over even the smallest of decisions. This can, of course, cause sufferers to overthink the possible outcomes of future events, and often in a negative way. It's not uncommon for these fears to come about from past experiences with pain or suffering, and the expectation that the same will happen again in the future. This is something I discovered early on with getting back into riding. I had to consider the possibility that I could have another accident, this time affecting my right arm. It is a possibility, there is no arguing that, but is most definitely not a certainty. Understanding this was very important for me, not only for getting back on motorcycles, but also for life in general. The series of events that led up to my accident in 1997 do not guarantee the same outcome today as they did 26 years ago. Just this past weekend I was on my bike on that same road. I've done it hundreds of times since the accident and nothing bad has come of it. I've had people express shock or surprise that I've ridden this road again. Despite it being what could be considered a tragic event, I learnt from it and I changed the future outcomes because of this. Change is an interesting concept itself. How often do we hear ourselves or others say we dislike change, but if we think about it, we really don't. We embrace change, when it suits us. We celebrate milestone events in our lives, events that only come about as the result of change. We celebrate growth, learning and personal development. All these and more only come about from change. No doubt you've seen the inspirational quotes that tell us not to be better than anyone else but to be better than we ourselves were yesterday. This can only come about from change. It does require a shift in perspective to understand that change itself is not a bad thing, instead it is required. It is easy to catastrophize the future though, especially if we are dealing with a situation that may be overwhelming in the present. A friend of mine has been going through this with his life recently. He's facing a lot of change and has felt powerless in his situation. He's normally a very upbeat person who has most things planned out well in advance. But in his current situation, he's found it difficult to see that, and as we have talked, I've listened to him paint a bleak outlook for his immediate future. While the possible outcomes he has mentioned could come about, as I said to him, they're not guaranteed. I presented to him numerous other possible outcomes, some of which are more likely based on evidence. Because of the hurt he is in now though, it was hard for him to see this without it being pointed out to him. He was suffering from imagined troubles, which only compounded his already stressful situation. In the past few weeks when we've had a chance to catch up online, things have dramatically improved him. There is still some way to go yet, but the fears he had contrived in his mind have not eventuated. Rather, things are on the up for him. What good does it do us to catastrophize the future? Sure, we should definitely consider all outcomes from a pressing situation we face. The unseen blow lands the hardest. But we shouldn't accept them as guaranteed. In pain support communities, I've often seen the following meme pop up. It goes like this. Today was a good day, which only means tomorrow will be a bad day. Personally, I feel this sends a terrible message. There is no certainty that tomorrow will be a bad day. It could be fantastic. It could be the best day of your life. A message like this, to my way of thinking, can only lead to a negative outcome, a self-fulfilling prophecy. And if tomorrow is a bad day, then we would say we were right or wrong, convincing ourselves that the message is correct, when it absolutely is not. I see many chronic pain sufferers experiencing anxiety about their situation, crippling anxiety. Because of past experiences, they imagine the worst in every scenario. They overthink the smallest of things. They don't accept invitations to go out and fear that they will suffer. They're nervous about the future and are easily worried with words of concern, all of which has a terrible toll on their quality of life and their quality of sleep, all of which compounds to make their perception of their pain worse. When we are anxious about something, our brains go into a heightened state of alert, a self-protection mode. We become more aware of threats and dangers, including our own pain, which only serves to make our anxiety worse, continuing the cycle. No one can guarantee their fears are unfounded, but equally no one can guarantee their fears will come to bear fruit. When we suffer from imagined fears, we can potentially suffer twice, and as Seneca, one of the great Stoic philosophers said, We suffer more often in imagination than in reality. What can we do to combat these fears? There is a wealth of information available online that offers strong, helpful advice, most of which I found for myself early on in my journey. To me, the most important tool has been mindfulness. Focusing on the here and now, consciously eliminating thoughts of both the past and future, dropping all judgment and interpretation, and becoming acutely aware of what I am sensing and feeling in the present moment. This is an incredibly powerful tool to utilize. Our brains serve as a filter for everything we perceive, happiness, joy, sorrow, pain. Taking control of these thoughts allow us to change our perspective. Mantras are another good tool to use, albeit only for short-term results. Sayings like, I'm safe, nothing bad will happen, and everything will be okay, are great to give us a short-term boost. I still use these mantras every day with my pain flare-ups. I remind myself constantly that I'm not in danger, that I will be okay. They lower my perception of my pain by lowering the alert system in my brain. They are something that need constant repeating of course. 26 years later, I still use them every day. And they work. Mainstream medicine is now beginning to accept the link between what the mind thinks and the body feels. When we repeat negative, fearful thoughts, the body cannot tell the difference between what we think and what is actually happening continual repetitive fearful thinking will harm the body's ability to take care of itself so arguably positive helpful thoughts will put the body in a better position to look after itself another great tool is exercise or more generally just distraction when i realized there was no help to be had from medication or surgery for my pain i looked into other techniques for coping and both of these were high on the list even something as simple as going for a walk will help i know from experience. After my spinal cord surgery in 2015, I flew out to California to stay with a friend and recuperate. On the first day there, left alone in their apartment, I felt a huge wave of anxiety wash over me. I was over 10,000 kilometres from home. My return flight was weeks away, and I felt overwhelmed. Knowing there was nothing I could do to resolve the situation immediately, I had to do something. So I went for a walk around the block. Within minutes, my anxiety was gone. I was intrigued with the sights of the area I was in, all new to me. Different cars, different road rules, different foliage, it was all new. Outside of the apartment now and in the fresh open air, I felt great. That 15 minute walk changed my entire experience of the trip. So much so that I now go for regular walks, even though I'm no longer affected by anxiety. It just feels good. Other distractions, things I enjoy, all help to keep my head above water. Not only do they distract you from the worries, but it feels good to recognize that we deserve to be rewarded, that we deserve to feel good. Fearing the future, just like focusing on the past, can be debilitating, paralyzing. The future is inevitable. Time will march onwards, but the future is not yet written. Don't write your own future where you are paralyzed by the fear of what may come. Be indifferent to it. Be aware of all possible outcomes, but don't set in stone what has not happened yet you may just miss out on the best thing that may ever happen to you. Thanks for continuing to be a part of my journey. I'd also like to thank those that have shared my story. It's so rewarding to see more people benefit from my experiences. Until next time, take care, have a great week, and I'll see you soon.